Hi everyone. In this episode, we discuss suicide. Please stop the episode here if you prefer not to listen to this topic. Welcome to It's All Mental, a podcast from Every Term Mental Health. Mental isn't a bad word. There's no health without mental health. We're here to talk about every high and low. No limits, just good conversations. Hello everyone, I'm joined today by Angela Allen. Angela set up the charity Bags for Strife, which provides practical support to people who have lost loved ones through suicide. Angela set up Bags after losing two of her family members to suicide. And Angela, I just want to say a huge thank you for joining us today to tell us about your story and the great work you're doing with the charity that you set up. You're very welcome. Thank you. So, so Angela, I'm just going to dive straight in, please. And Tell me your story. Tell me about the the loss of of your daughter and your husband. Okay, so um, back in 2018, um, I was involved around mental health services in uh, the place I lived and set up a peer support group for people who had been bereaved by suicide following the loss of one of my best friend's husband's. Um, because I'd seen the kind of devastation that that has wrought onto their family. Um, And they didn't really have very much support. So um, a friend of mine who had lost his daughter and I set up this peer support group. And at that point, suicide was something that happened to other people. Um, And then about 12 months later, uh, the, the worst thing that could ever happen then happened to me and my family. Um, my 19-year-old daughter, Katrina, took her own life. And we were suddenly in that world of devastation. Um, we had seen the impact of suicide on others, and then we felt it ourselves. And our worlds were turned upside down completely. Um, so uh, we we spent a lot of time dealing with our grief in very different ways. And um, I think we somehow lost sight of one another within that time because you become it's survival mechanism, isn't it? You just go into whatever gets you through the days. Um, And so eight months later, my husband then took his own life. He was uh, Katrina's stepfather. Um, So Damien, unfortunately, couldn't cope with the loss of Katrina and with I think the world without her and so there we were again you know in that um, complete tempest of of just trying to keep our heads above the water but really unsure how to navigate the storm and I'd after we'd lost Katrina I'd thought about trying to help others Um, Because I felt, although I'd been on the periphery of the world of mental health support, I didn't know how to reach out and get the support that I needed. Um, And what kept me going really was my family and my friends. Um, But when we lost Amy and I thought, this is this is dreadful that there was nobody there. There was nobody there to kind of hold your hand. And and, um, there may have been signposts, but none of us could follow them. So... 
Um, and that's that's when we decided to set up the charity. And that's where Bags for Strife was born from. So it it came from an initial idea to to try and help others. Um, and then when I started to talk to other people, to my friends and family and to others who had lost someone to suicide, we realised that the journey that we had been on was replicated by others. Um, and so we set up in um, three years ago, two years ago, uh, Bags for Strife. And here we are today um, with a steering group of the most incredible people who have driven the charity and who have reached out to others. Um, and we're now, well, we've handed out over a thousand bags so far to people who have lost someone to suicide. Um, so it's been it's been a, a really devastating time. And we're still, you know, four years after losing Katrina and three years after losing Damien, that storm that we have been through is still there. You know, we 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 kind of face every day um, and sometimes the sun's shining and other times you're just on the floor and been blown over once again. Um, and I know that that feeling of of loss is is what others in the same position have felt. Thank you, firstly, for just being so open there about 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 your story. And, and I mean, there's it, a devastation to losing one family member to to suicide, but losing losing two is 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 is, is just a very significant impact to you. And I'm really interested to hear what what keeps you going, what keeps you engaged, and what keeps you from because it could be easy just to to give in almost to, to grief and give in to the feelings. What keeps you going, keeps you motivated to to, to, to make a difference? Yeah, I, I've, we've talked about this lots within my family and with friends about how you how you carry on. You know, you, I I'm surprised that I can carry on because, you know, certainly losing a child, there's there is no loss like it. You know, we've all, there's nobody in this world that hasn't lost somebody, but to lose a child is is losing a, a very significant part of yourself. Um, but you've got two choices, you give up or you carry on. And um, I have, I know that I have survived this through the support of my family and, and the very best of friends. Um, and they have literally kept my head above water um, and they've been my strength and and they continue to be that. And I think wanting to, to, to do something to help others, you know, that, that definitely gives you drive and impetus every day as well. So just knowing that, that your compassion for others is helping them you know there's nothing that's going to make make their grief any easier but just walking alongside somebody is is the thing that will get you through and and that's what I say to people when people contact me now to ask for a bag you know the first question I say is have you got people around you to give you strength because it, it's only through that 
that that you'll get through. And I know I've spoken to others, and you know, for some it's faith and religion, and you know, they're that the, that's what gives them the the impetus. But for me, it's definitely my family and friends that have done that for me. I spoke to somebody else who who has been bereaved by suicide uh, as we're going through these conversations, and and he talked about post traumatic growth, and. This is a this is a, a term that I'm I'm now going to steal because it was such a great a great a great um, a great way of describing that personal growth that comes after such a traumatic experience. And is that something that resonates with you about post traumatic growth? I really wish I had a soundbite for you because uh, that's great, and I might steal that one as well. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I can see that I. I don't know if it's growth. Um, there's definitely a change, you know, a complete change after trauma. And I look at the person that I was previously and I'm very different. I don't, I mean, it, it's growth, it, I suppose, in one sense. I don't feel as though it's, I'm a greater person. Um, I feel, I, I feel lessened by loss, but it's definitely changed me. So the direction that I saw my life going in has completely changed. And um, that journey that I thought, you know, that you get married, you have children, you know that, you know, that that's going to be, you know, I'm going to be a grandmother hopefully one day and I'm going to, you know, retire gracefully. And all of that is is completely different. So my horizon I don't know I, what I thought it's it was moved. going to look like. It's definitely moved. And that is, you know, it, I, I suppose I've, I have embraced that now that I understand that I will be a different person. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I like that terminology and I will definitely be using that myself in the future. Yeah, I think we've all, we've all, we're all going to adopt that new language yes. that we've stolen. So I, I should credit Steve Phillip for that one. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll credit him for that. For the, for well the done. So that that new horizon, that pivot into a different direction has obviously taken you into founding founding the charity Bags for Strife that we've mentioned. Talk me through what, what is the bag? Okay. What's a, what, what, is, what is a bag? <laughs> so if I can rewind slightly to what uh, to to the actual concept of it. Um, when when I lost Katrina, when we lost Katrina, sorry, we we were at the hospital uh, to say goodbye to her and the police were there and the nursing staff and the hospital staff. I mean, they were all lovely. And the police officer gave me a piece of paper and I think it maybe had some counselling services support written on that card. But between leaving the hospital and, and getting home, I, I don't know what happened to that piece of paper. Um, and then when we lost Damien, there was no piece of paper. Nothing was given. It was kind of like you've been here before, so you know what to do. So, you know, get on with it. And I just thought that that's so unfair, you know, that you're given news and then you've got to deal with it. And so I I kind of reached out to uh, initially Kat's friends and said, what were the things that you felt when you heard of her loss? And repeatedly, the the three kind of um, words that kept coming up were blame, anger and guilt. And that was the acronym for BAG. So 
blame of wanting to blame something else or somebody else for the circumstances anger because of what they've done and anger at the world for that situation having happened and gr and guilt obviously because suicide loss by suicide just brings guilt with it there is no separation from that and so that that was where the acronym came from from bags and the bag itself is literally a tote bag um with lots of different things in it that is given to the family or the person when they um are faced with the news of the loss of their loved one and so it's filled with very practical information on local support services on the what they're going to have to face you know through the inquest through dealing with the media through the practical stuff that comes with every loss and then there's a real compassionate side so there's shared information and stories from um those of us who have lost someone um and we've created a little book of help uh, which is it, advice i mean everyone's uh, grief is different but um that sort of support of of what we think we should have had or or, or wanted at the time that we've put into that bag and then there's little things like sleep spray and um there's lip salve and there's chocolate and there's a tea bag and those are all things to say look after yourself um yeah. because because that you just don't you know you kind of you don't eat you don't um particularly want to talk and you definitely don't sleep so all of those things just to say yes you're on this journey but don't forget to look after yourself um and so that that's what the bags are all about and um the feedback that we've had from people has been overwhelmingly positive um all of the stuff that's in there has been created by us who have lost someone and we've gone out and reached out to other um peer support groups to ask them their opinion to say yeah. does this seem relevant and so uh, so it's been quite an iterative process and we will the more feedback we get the more things that will be added or things that people think well maybe that wasn't appropriate then um we can readjust so so yes we we think that there it's something that everyone should have it shouldn't be that just if you live in you know the lancashire area for example you're given those bags we want them to be um given out to anyone across the uk who has lost someone and it certainly sounds much more inf impactful than a piece of paper that you handed that you know is easily lost because that that bag that bag represents something, doesn't it? That bag represents. I know when we spoke at, 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 in preparation for today, you, you spoke of a, a lady who carried that bag with her everywhere she went for several weeks. Be that whether when she went to the shower or went to the shop, that bag became an almost like a grounding object for her, didn't it? Yes, absolutely. And we've had that kind of feedback from a couple of people, and um, the the lady that you were speaking about um she was sent a bag and she it felt almost like a talisman for her just something that she could hold on to and she knew it was filled with love thoughtfulness and compassion and as you say she she brought it to the toilet with her she she literally kept it by her side for that whole period of time afterwards and i mean she's 
just been a great champion for us now that um, she saw that the difference that it made to her and her family. And she is now trying to fundraise for us and, and trying to get her local police force to take the bags on just to support others. Um, and similarly, I mean, we've had people say that they, the bag and the support that the charity has given has saved lives, you know, because people do hit that complete blackness after the loss of a loved one. Um, and unfortunately, as you will know and other people will know that statistically you are more likely to take your own life after a loss. Um, and so we've had people who have said that bag has saved me, which is such a testament, really, I think, to to the thought that all of us have put into to creating the charity. So if anyone's listening today and wants to get involved with bags and wants to to to, to know more or, or, or wants to see if they can volunteer or get involved in their local area, if it's not if, if it's not already there, what what, what can they do? Well, they can quite easily get involved. So um, we have a, a website, uh, which is Bags for Strife. Uh, we've got Instagram and Facebook and email, and they just need to get in touch. And we will definitely point them in the right direction of either joining our steering group or getting the message sent out to the local area. Um, the main distributors of our bags are through the local police forces. Um, and if we can get all of the police forces across England, Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland, that would be our ultimate goal. Um, so I've literally had an email this morning from somebody, somebody from the Greater Manchester area and they've said, can we get in touch with our local police force to see if they want to do it? So that's we rely on people who live in those local areas to get in touch with their local police. But yeah. if the local police forces don't take the bags on, obviously those bags are available anyway. So we have been sending them out through individual requests um, right the way across the country. Fantastic. Amazing work. And like you say, not only is it really practical, emotional and practical support for people in the wake of a tragedy, it can also save people's lives as well. And, you know, that in itself is just is just a, a, a amazing. So I want to say a huge thank you for, for setting it up and the work that you and the steering group do, because I've been through the website and I've been through the Instagram and actually there's a real feel of community positivity there. And I think that's really you, you can see that coming through all of the social medias around that it's actually great for the people who have been impacted. But I think there's a lot of benefit there to the people who are involved as well. Yes, most definitely. I think everyone I've heard it so often from people who have lost someone to suicide that they're part of that club that you really don't want to be a part of. You know that you've got a kind of platinum card membership of an exclusive club that nobody wants to be in. But there is that feeling of, um, uh, be, you know, not, not family, but certainly you're very much connected to everyone that has lost someone. And suicide, unfortunately, I mean, you'll know, I'm sure. But when I grew up, I'm a generation older than you, at least. But suicide wasn't ever talked about or mentioned. But now it's difficult to talk to anyone that hasn't been impacted. And whether that's by somebody close to you or a friend of a friend of a friend, um, 
it's just it's part of every day our 21st century language and so as you say there's the core group of people who have lost someone but there's those friends and friends of friends who have also been impacted and that ripple effect as we all know and and so having the friends of friends involved in the charity we welcome as well because we recognize that their loss is as significant as our loss and their experience is as important uh, to shape the bags as as our experience so yes we encourage people to be involved in whatever capacity that they can be and that 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 blame anger grief as you say is across that whole ripple isn't it because you you know whether you're four or five times removed or an immediate family member you still have those same feelings of emotions don't you absolutely i I mean, Katrina obviously lived with me and, you know, she was she was my special person, but she was a special person to her best friends. You know, she was a special person to the people that she worked in a pub, you know, to the customers of the pub, to to anyone that met her. And and each of these those people have a loss to bear, you know, and and um, and, and we've got to recognize that, that that the impact is greater than we would imagine on those people that we would see on the periphery but but they they have lost someone they have there is a, a hole in their lives um and and yes their stories are equally as rich as the stories that we have i just want to end on one final question and that's about hope because hope is the most important thing in 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 these circumstances and what's your message of hope to somebody who is maybe thinking of taking their own life or your message of hope to somebody who is living with the consequences and the aftermath of somebody taking their own life i think in both cases the hope is that you are not alone you only have to seek and reach out and somebody will be there and that is if you're thinking of suicide just talk just open up because it may not be the your close family that will be there to hold your hand but somebody will be there to hold your hand and unfortunately if you have faced suicide and have lost someone through suicide the bleakness is is quite is very rich and i think just reaching out and there there will be people there who will hold your hand through your journey and and will want to do that for you you're not being a burden and never think of yourself as being one Angela, that fantastic message. And I just want to say a heartfelt thank you to you and to the work that you're doing with Bags for Strife because it's transformative to people's lives. And I just want to say thank you so much and thanks for taking your time to have a discussion with us. Thank you so much, Adam, and you're very welcome. Thank you for listening to It's All Mental, a podcast from Every Turn Mental Health. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to follow, rate and share. 
See you next time.